Maybe I'll try this one. Hey y'all, hey, welcome to the Unangry Black Woman Podcast. I am your host, the healing coach, Tiffany Fox, and the Unangry Black Woman Podcast. We talk about real things, real conversation with real people. So the Unangry Black Woman Podcast, is it is a podcast, but it's a movement. I want to showcase and highlight the black experience. I want us to get away from stereotypes and myths of the angry black woman, the hostile, and I really want to create a safe space where we can learn from each other and really put our experience out there. So without further ado, our guest today is none other than Miss Tazila McLean. She's one of my closest friends since 81. 1981, yes. yes. So that's an inside <laughs> joke because we were both born in 81. Shout out to 81. Yes. But we have been friends actually since, whoo. 2009, yeah. I 2009. think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. So she has been through many life phases with me. Girl. Yeah. And so our conversations are real. At this point, you know, she's one of my best friends, and there is no hose bars. We do life. And so I, I'm honored for her to be on the show today because we have these conversations in real life. And I'm like, we need the podcast. We need to be on the mic because people need to hear our conversations. Um. Welcome. Thank you Tazila. for inviting me. I'm excited. Absolutely. Did you this want to introduce great. yourself to the people? I am Tazila McLean. <laughs> I've been her friend since 1981. <laughs> and I'm just excited about being here, excited about your new podcast. This is going to be great. Yes. And I'm excited for Thank us to you. talk about some things that we talk about privately. Absolutely. Publicly, because I'm sure other people share some of the same opinions and talk about these things more. Yeah. So I'm just excited to be here. So thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. Thank yeah. you for accepting the invitation. All right. So without further ado, our topic today is colorism. So uh, I know it's a sensitive subject, but we got to flush it out, guys. And we got to talk about our experience um, with colorism, what it is, what it isn't. And it's not happenstance um, that I invited to Zila because this is a topic that she is passionate about. <laughs> we have a lot of conversations about this. So it, it was only right to bring her on because I wanted someone not to bring me the textbook um, experience or explanation or definition, but I want to talk about lived experiences as a dark-skinned woman. And then I have an experience as a light-skinned woman. So it, 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 it's divine that we're here, right? Yeah. All right. So let's get into it. And, you know, with all the controversy with loving hip hop, you know, Ooh. with colorism being a hot topic or a buzzword in the media, I thought it would be it's time to have this conversation now. So I'm going to let you start. Okay. What <laughs> is colorism to you? Wow. So colorism is to me when people treat people differently. Um, or think differently, or have treating, thinking differently, I guess being prejudiced or being a certain way towards people due to them being their color. Okay. Um, that's what my definition of it was. And so just listen to me say their color, because I looked up the definition, and it's okay. a little bit different. It was different? Okay. Yeah, okay. okay. So, yeah, so that's mine. So, yeah. What was the uh, textbook definition that the you textbook looked at? definition is it's a prejudice or discrimination against an individual with a dark skin tone, typically among people of the same ethnic or racial group. Okay. So being said, why I say colors because I thought that colorism goes for light skin or dark skin. 
if okay. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I thought that I could be act a certain way towards you because you're light skinned. Okay. Didn't realize, and I've looked up, and everywhere I'm looking, this where they're saying dark skinned. Okay. So it just it was a little different for me because I just assumed, you know, what I'm saying it was, I'm treating you based off of the color of your skin, whether you're dark or light, because I might feel some way about all light skinned people. Okay. Or all dark skin, but it's not so. Okay. Yeah. That yeah. Was a textbook. So I get that because I think colorism lends to for my for my uh definition privilege for lighter skin. Mine is reverse racism. I'm sorry, reverse colorism, colorism. when it leads to Light skin. So it, it was the same as, like, the context of racism. So you got racism and then reverse racism. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So tell me, uh, what's your experience with colorism? Hmm. <laughs> what's your personal journey? My with- personal experience from colorism. Um, when she asked me about the topic, um, we actually haven't talked about this in a while, though, which is besides when the love and hip-hop. So I've been doing good with that. Um, from childhood, I don't think anybody had to say anything. I noticed things within my family. My family, on my dad's side, that was raised with majority. My grandmother and my grandfather were both were dark skinned, mm-hmm. but they have children different color. That's what happens with black people. You know, we can have light baby genetics don't work. You know, right, right. So, um, but I noticed a difference in certain family members being treated differently or looked at differently because of their skin tone. Um, growing up, I noticed people saying things about people's babies based off of their skin tone. Mm-hmm. But also, too, I noticed that people made these statements like, get out of the sun before you turn real black. Mm, or, okay. oh, I've been in the sun too long because I'm about to get black. Like they want to get black. No, 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 no. Oh. Like black is the wrong thing. Let me get out the sun because I'm oh. about to be real black. Okay. It was like the terminology was very negative. It wasn't like... Oh, I'm being a son, I'm going to get dark. And it was like the way they said black was an emphasis on it. Like, that's a, you don't want to get too black. Um, so from a childhood and growing up, I experienced that. I experienced it. I feel like in school, I experienced people being different towards me. Um, I also feel like as an adult, I think I saw it more. I saw it within my family, but as an adult, I dated someone that I was engaged to. And he would let me know all the time that he does not really like dark-skinned women, even though I'm dark. Mm. And then he really dated light-skinned women. Went to his hometown, him and his friends and cousins. That's all they talked about was, oh, you got you a light one. You got you a good one in front of me. Now, I know that sounds foolish that I dated somebody like that, but I was 25. <laughs> Timmy <laughs> looking at me like, you dated him? You I was engaged to you him. So, let him know. <laughs> so I was 25, first real love, first real relationship. I didn't know no better. Um, I've dated men that make emphasis about a woman being lighter or a woman being Hispanic or a woman being something else besides black being better. I've, I've heard men say that. I've been around men that I'm friends with, and they've made statements. Oh, yeah, you got you a light one. That's a good one. And I, my face is just like, what? While I'm sitting right here. And I don't even know if people are aware that they're saying those things. Mm-hmm. I think possibly... Up until recently, I probably didn't even pay attention that the impact it played on what I thought about myself and how I felt about mm, myself. Let's talk about it. So, yeah. So, how did it make you feel about you? 
I think it made me feel like I was less worthy of like somebody being attracted to me. Mm-hmm. I thought that, um, especially with black men who I love, um, work. I was always gonna be second best. Mm. Okay. Um, I don't feel like that now, but I think like going through her telling me, you know, about this topic and thinking about it and thinking about what I was going to talk about today, that kind of came to mind that, like, it really did play. Let me say this. It played a part in, I think, of what I thought about myself and other people around me. I had a friend one time tell me (laughs) I was sending her pictures. She's like, everybody you think is pretty is light. Mm. And I didn't even pay attention to that. She was like, why is everybody you think is pretty is light? It was a friend of mine that's Hispanic, actually, that said it to me. Oh, wow. And I was like, interesting. So do you think... That light is better? I don't. Okay. But I think that subconsciously in my mind, something was making me feel like that was prettier. Okay. Maybe not better, but prettier. Prettier. Or what the standard of what beauty is, maybe. So do you think that way now? I don't. Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. okay. But I think that I was thinking that when she said it, I was like, what? She's like, every single girl that you send me a picture of or that you think is pretty is light skinned. Mm-hmm. I was like, Wow. So my experience uh, with uh, colorism probably didn't come into play until probably my adult years. So as a kid um, growing up in Buffalo, New York, I went to a Catholic school um, where it was predominantly white. And so I think subconsciously for me, my battle was being black yeah. right <laughs> so it didn't matter light skin dark skin you know my black. mother my mother is is light skin and my father is dark skin so I didn't you know think of you know and in our family we know we just got all different colors so I, I don't think we got treated any different because of you know our complexions but I think my fight growing up was constantly just being black being black and so it wasn't, I moved in this to the South in 2005. And so it wasn't until I got here that um, I really started to see some remnants of it. And then our friendship, you telling me, can <laughs> 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 I be honest, you telling me like, oh, you know, um, because for, for me, it's always been fighting the black card, you know, just being black not even and so there could have been um preferential treatment because I was lighter skinned but I wouldn't have known because I'm black you was focused on being a black person it was all like I'm gonna be heard and I'm black you're gonna treat me with respect yeah but (laughs) in this field as as meeting different women and hearing that that's a real experience that they have and it shaped how they looked at themselves Mm because you aren't the first woman of course to say that now I'm a little bit more sensitive you know, to it. And then, like you said, other people. So I don't think now, sometimes I'll be honest. Sometimes I think people pull the colorist card too often. Mm -hmm. You know, there was an incident, I think on basketball wise. And, you know, the minute a light skinned person says something, and it's been my experience, the light skinned person says something, the dark skinned person feels it's an attack because, right. So sometimes I think we're a little oversensitive, Mm -hmm. but it, it does exist. But I think, whether you're a colorist or not, you can perpetuate colorism. I agree. And so when you talk about, you know, men and their preferences, you know, I need a foreign, you know, I want to, you know, this while, okay, they might not be saying it's better. 
and they might not even want to marry. They may just want to experience that type of, yeah. you know, culture. It does lend to this is your fantasy and this isn't. Yeah. Um, comments like you're cute for a dark oh skin girl or, you know, so those yes. comments perpetuate colorism. Yeah. So, um, I, you know, I, I totally agree with you, but I think sometimes we're a little sensitive too. And I, I just think as, as, as a generation, as a yeah. culture completely, we yeah. are extra sensitive, but sometimes I think because light skinned people say stuff, um, you know, we take offense to it or we automatically put it mm-hmm. in the colorism box. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about reverse uh, colorism mm-hmm. for a moment. So with that, you know, I know a lot of light-skinned people, a lot of um, people with mixed races mm-hmm. who have lighter lighter hues and lighter tones, mm-hmm. they fight being black enough. I agree. So I think they get the struggle or they get the brunt of being black enough. And we all know where colorism started, started from, from slavery. Um, what I did learn about colorism though, is it does exist among other cultures. It does not stop with us in African Americans. Yeah. And so it's, it's, I've read native Americans, South Asia, um, Latinos, Latinos. Absolutely. So it's just not, it's just not a black thing. Y'all it is, it is, um, you know, across cultures, but we know how it started with us Mm -hmm. because the preferential treatment, the house slave was typically light skinned, mm-hmm. field slave was, was dark skinned, and it was, it was different treatment. But let's talk about reverse racism. Colorism. Colorism. I keep saying racism because that's my fight, y'all. That's my fight. Right. But colorism. But at the end of the day, you know, the light skinned person sometimes has to fight one, being black, mm-hmm. right? Two, being um, black enough. Yep. And three, extra cautious that I'm not saying the wrong thing to offend my kind because yep. I'm light-skinned. Yep. And I think we don't lend enough to that part either. I know um, the show Blackish. Oh, I love that show. It was a great episode between Rainbow and then the mom. And mm-hmm. they talked about mm-hmm. their experiences with being light-skinned and, and brown-skinned. So I think that was amazing. Uh, question for you. So we talked about these men you dated. Can we go there? Can we go? Yeah, can we, we be can. transparent? All right. So we talked about the men that you dated. Would you date them again now? Can I cuss? Sure. <laughs> Why does everybody <laughs> ask that on the show? Hell Y'all no. know we cuss in real life. Hell no. <laughs> hell, hell no. No, I would not date them Um, because I am a different, I have evolved a lot. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. For me evolving, um, I'm a different person than I was last year. So I wouldn't date somebody that I dated last year. Um, you, you said you ain't going backwards, huh? Not going okay. back because yeah. who I am right now, they couldn't handle it. Um, <laughs> but um, for real, I just, I wouldn't date them because I'm at a different place. I love myself. I like myself. Whether I'm fat, skinny, dark, short, black, white, I love who I am right now. Okay. And I love who I'm becoming. And whoever's going to be with me, they're going to have to like who I am right now. Right now, I may change or things may get better or worse or whatever, but they're going to have to like the tazila they see right now. Okay. And I don't feel like I should have to be in competition from some woman from your past or your mama, because that was an issue, too, because my mama likes skin. That's pretty. My mama uh. beautiful. Um, You know, we can get into the Oedipus. Is it the Oedipus complex is what that is? Uh-oh. With that, yeah. Next, next yeah. show, next episode. No, sorry, look. <laughs> but, yeah, so I'm just not going to do that. I hope this the person that uh, – 
that I'm talking about will probably see this because they're my Facebook friend. Okay. <laughs> Which is fine. Um, but, yeah, definitely I would not date them. Um, it ain't even about the colorism. It's a lot of other stuff. But I just don't want that battle. I don't. I don't want that battle. I don't want to battle with somebody or feel like that's not something. Relationships are already hard. That's not something that I want to have to deal with. Okay. Um. Yeah, so. I'm going to go a, la- a, a layer deeper. Okay, go okay. ahead, layers. So, <laughs> so everybody has a preference. Okay. Okay. So would you agree that you have a preference in the type of man that you Oh, you ask me, do I agree or you ask me, do you agree if I have a preference? No, no, no. I'm asking, <laughs> do you have a preference uh, of, a, of the physique or physical man and then the heart of the man that you want? My friends, Tiffany, think I got a certain type. Do you have a type? Do you have a preference? I do have a preference. Pause. So, <laughs> so if said man that was interested in you, mm-hmm. right, really liked you, mm-hmm. but his preference is light skin, would you date him? Hmm. I would date him if he was mature enough to not keep reminding me that I'm dark. That's my issue. You got to remind me that I'm dark skinned and you usually don't date dark skinned women. I don't, why are we talking about, you know what I'm saying? Talking about that. Like, why is that even a conversation to keep having? That was the issue. Okay. Because I do think people are entitled to their preferences. Okay. Okay. Um, And I think there have been men that have dated me. I was not their preference. It might have been because the way I love or how great of a person I, you know, my personality is great that they fell for me or whatever, or like me for the moment. But that's true. I could, but I just don't, that's not something I want to hear every time. Okay. I like, I only, I usually only like Hispanics or I only usually like light skinned women. You, but I'm going to talk to you like I'm second best or something, you know, okay. that's my issue. So but he yeah. can have his preference. Yeah. You can, anybody can have their preference. I want you to be but who you want to be with. Just don't remind you. Why would you keep reminding me that over and over again? I mean, I just think like it's it starts to be like, are you really wanting to be with me, or are you really just wanting to keep reminding me? Okay. Yeah, I don't I just, know. That's I just, just wanted me. to be clear yeah. for the yeah. listeners. Yeah, out there. that's just me. Out Somebody there. will probably get on here and argue about what I'm saying. I'm sure. <laughs> it's all right. We'll bring that's them on my the show. We'll bring them on the show. Life. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I just speak my truth. Yeah. <laughs> so, what would you tell anyone who is in identity crisis? Due to colorism. This is funny that you said that this morning I went to Waffle House. Shout out to Waffle House. I know. And the girl was in there with a head down, dark skin, young black girl with a head down. And I looked at her and I smiled. She looked at me and smiled, but it was like funny. So when I got up to the register, I said, I smiled at you because you wasn't smiling. Mm. And I don't think you know how beautiful you are. And she was like, and she just smiled. I said, you got pretty skin. You a pretty girl. You young. You woke up today, you blessed. So I would just pour into that person. I remember having a child that was in foster care, a girl. She had to be like 14 or 15, was pregnant. And she was on the floor crying about how she hated that she was dark and she hoped her baby ain't dark. That thing hurt my heart. Mm. And no matter how beautiful we told her she was, she didn't see that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's harder now because this generation has social media. Mm. And we're going to probably talk about that. Yeah. Media plays a part in what we think is beautiful and what we don't. It's forced upon us what image looks like, what's beautiful and what's not. I agree. Um, and so I would just pour into that person 
I mean, that's the only thing I think you can do because it just depends on where you are emotionally. People, you know, you my friends tell me stuff about me, and I might be like, whatever, because that's not what I feel. So right. it's just like I would just pour into that person and keep encouraging them because I feel like that's the same way you can tear somebody down all the time and make them feel a certain way. You can build them up to get them to feel a certain way about themselves. Point out the good stuff about them. Okay. Um, that's what I would do. Um, do you think men, black men, in particular, experience colorism. Yes, <laughs> she was confident. In yeah, <laughs> I, I've heard. Black, I hear black men be like, "They don't like me because I ain't light skinned guys." I'm like, "What?" Or well, I'm not light skinned. I'm like light skinned men, and I'm like, "Why are we?" Why? I don't yeah. know. I'm just at this place in my life. I'm light like, skinned men was in though. Back, oh, was it back in the day? Yeah, that like was Christopher Williams. Yeah, you, like you, you know that. You know the <laughs> New Jack City. I know that the New Jack Swing I era. I seen like it means about their light skin when light skin meant. You know whatever. they had the little. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. Used to like from yeah. crisscross. I like the light yeah. skin. The see, I know. See, yeah. colorist. See, yeah, probably was. And didn't even know it. I was like, I remember I used to be like, they got to be light skin with a box. If see? they don't got no box and see? they light skin, I want like if they didn't have a box, I didn't want to be what whatever. But yeah, so yeah, um, I do think men have to experience that too. I do. I think amongst black people, we experience it. Period. I think that we just. Even with you talking about, I wanted to talk more about you with the light skin or mixed race black people, mm-hmm. especially women. I haven't heard that much about men, but I've heard women had to fight every day. Oh, yeah. I've heard yeah. women, girls jump them. Yeah. It's sad because they're light skin. Oh, she thinks she's pretty because her hair mm-hmm. long. And I just want to go to school and hang out with everybody. So that's why I thought colorism, the definition was right about color. I didn't think it was about dark skin. But I guess it is reverse colorism. It is. But, yeah, it it, is. it's sad that as a people, we got a big enough fight to fight already. Right. That we got to worry about the color of our skin and not the content of who we are as a person. Yeah, I um, agree. So, yeah, it makes me sad. Yeah. I remember um, at the time, again, as a, as a kid, I had no idea what colorism was. But at the time, I remember um, being jumped by a group of girls um, because, you know, it, I thought at the time because I was a new girl – but it was because I was light skin, long hair, things like that. But no, I, I totally agree. I, I think we don't talk enough about the the reverse colorism. Um, and we hear Amber Rose tell her story about, you know, and I, I know a lot of uh, mixed kids say, you know, what what who do I identify with? I'm not black enough, but my white, you know, side or my other side feels mm-hmm. like, oh, you black. And so it, it is a struggle. It, it is a struggle. And then do you tell the light-skinned girl to turn her light down because the world says she's something that she's not trying to be? Yeah, she's just trying to be herself and she live just, every day. Yeah. She's just trying to be she black. She's better than nobody else. Exactly. You're right. So, you know, um, but, yeah, awesome. What would you tell the men of our culture? About colorism? How to be more sensitive towards their remarks. And Do not tell a dark-skinned woman that you're pretty to be dark-skinned. Do not tell a light-skinned woman with your high yellow self. Keep reminding them that they like. They already know they like. They don't need to hear that their whole life. With your white self and your high, you red, you a red bone. They don't need to hear that. It was a guy uh, the other day I went to an event, and he said, um, I was rooting for Buffalo Bills, and he said, shout out to the Buffalo Bills. But he said, you acting real light-skinned right now. So you're going to be on the podcast because, but yeah, but stuff like that. Yeah. Right? What does that mean? What does that yeah. even mean? Right. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah. got you. So I agree. I think that, um, 
I, that's just what I think. I think we men need to be sensitive to that. I think they need to be, you know, I don't need you to keep telling me how dark I am. Well, you dark, you a chocolate black chocolate. Well, I don't need you to tell a light because I have a friend that's light skinned and she does not want to hear that. That what? That she's light skinned. Like she don't need nobody to keep reminding her that she's light skinned all the time. Oh, okay. You light, bright, you white, you a white girl, you know, all this stuff. No, just compliment the person on who they are. Absolutely. Like, aren't we bigger than that now? We have, uh, we take questions from production. Okay. So we'll <laughs> what does production got to say? <laughs> Production production wasn't paying attention. So we actually just talked about that. We talked about uh, light skinned men being in, and do we feel like men um, experience colorism? So the question from production was, um, what do we tell? Do women objectify men based on color? Um, i.e. New Jack City, i.e. Morris Chestnut, i.e. I'm sorry. Dark I, skin, because she, she looking at me because she know I don't make statements because the last person I dated, I was like, he was light-skinned. I don't really like light-skinned dude. Mm-hmm. So that That's, was wrong. We getting real. We getting real. To say that, he was a great person. We just didn't work. And I've dated he was light skin. Remember the last person I did? No, I say we didn't work because he was light skin. No, it wasn't because oh, he was okay. light skin. It was just because okay. he had other stuff. But oh, he was okay. a great person. <laughs> stuff just don't work for people sometimes. But I do have to stop saying that because you're absolutely right, Kenyon. Oh, so right, production. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, production. Cut that. You're absolutely right that we do sometimes. So you do it because I see memes where they be like, if you light skin, that's what you do. And they might have Prince laying on the floor. Light skin. It be stuff like that. It does. So we do need to work on that as people. And then if if we're we're staying on the men and colorism, light-skinned men are depicted as more softer. Yep, Mm -hmm. that's what I was going to say. You're absolutely right. Than dark-skinned men, right? And we we all know that's not true. The two light-skinned men I dated weren't soft at all. I'm sorry. Good gracious. I want them to take some of the aggressiveness down. I don't. I say that I won't date a light-skinned man, but everybody know I love Chris Brown. What's your preference? My preference ain't about light skin or dark skin. My preference Good is answer. bald head, taller, <laughs> usually with a beard. That's usually what I like. That's about it. It don't really got nothing to do with the color, but as my friends would Pro- say. Production is side-eyeing you over here. But my my friends would say something different. She would we say know, we be know a the truth. <laughs> we know the truth. <laughs> but, yeah, that that's – but she knows that. I'm like, I like somebody new, and I show she was like, he looked like all the rest of me. He got a bald head. <laughs> he got Same a beard. Type. Look, that's Same about type. it. But, yeah. But, yeah. That's all. Awesome. But, no, I don't think that. But I do think that we – it's got to be equal. It's women and men. You know, we can't be saying light-skinned men are soft. Mm-hmm. We can't be saying that – Dark, light-skinned women or mixed-race women think they're better or wanting to fight them or mad or jealous of them because they just were born that way. Nobody can control that. Just the same as we can't say to dark-skinned you're so pretty to be dark. You're really pretty to be dark. It's though like being dark is not pretty. Or we got to work on saying, let me get out this sun if I get real black. Okay, if you get black, what's going to happen? You're a black And it's person. funny because a lot of people are tanning or want to go tanning. It's so the craziest thing, yeah. The things that we don't like sometimes, other, other cultures, love yeah, it. they, they love it, it and yeah. try to try to embrace it. So, yeah. Definitely. Well, Miss Tazila, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Uh, I enjoyed this conversation. Thank you, and I'm sorry to Drake and Chris Brown. I love you guys. <laughs> Y'all are very talented. Drake, Chris Brown, we want you on the show. So, 
if you hear this, just ignore me. I'm just saying stuff. Sorry. <laughs> Chris Brown, I love you, baby. You know that, right? <laughs> Thank you all again for tuning in to another episode of The Unangry Black Woman. I am your host, your healing coach. I hope you've enjoyed this discussion. I hope it was insightful. I hope it was informational. I hope that you take this uh, topic and you bring it into your own living room and have your own conversations. We'll be back soon with another exciting episode for you all. But until then, we cannot control how life shows up, but we can control how we show up in life. All right, y'all, be great.